Are you my podcast? 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 It's happening. Hello. Are you my podcasters? Rumpers is what we call them. Mother John. rumpers. I, I like yeah. that. It sounds yeah. filthy. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I know. It's yeah. super fun. She calls them mother rumpers, which is mm-hmm. even better. Uh, we have a guest today. We're very, very excited. We have John Doolin. I did not screw up your name, right? Doolin. No, that's how okay. you pronounce it. Yep. I mean, I, I have Kelowna, so people screw it up all the time. So I'm super sensitive. <laughs> Um, to other people's <laughs> name plights. Try so having John- Red Zinsky, Sarah. Okay, no oh, right. kidding. Go ahead. All right, no big right. deal. We'll start right. over. Just kidding. So John Doolin is here. He is a screenwriter for A Predator Returns, which we just recapped last week. One of our favorite Lifetime movies. You know how we love these Lifetime movies and how good they are. Um, John, you also have many, 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 many other credits, and we would love for you to discuss anything and all that you're doing. Of um, course. <laughs> but obviously we the we came together due to you hearing us make fun of your movie for an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I mean, talk about like uh, an emotional walk of shame. <laughs> no, but this is well, this is the thing. And and I'll preempt it and then we'll and then we'll get into it, John, with you. Um we obviously love these movies. This is why we have a whole podcast about it. Why would we of waste? Course. Why right. would we do hours and hours of of watching these things? I was already doing it, and uh, Mary was too. Um, but I don't know, Mary, if you had seen no Predator's no. Obsession, which I had without yeah, the I podcast because I watch them anyway. So um, we obviously spend the time on this because we love it, and we believe that everyone involved has the same sense of humor about the projects because. Of course, they're messing with us a little bit. They're doing some over-the-top fun yeah. stuff. And you reached out to us and said, well, just so you know, my cast and crew are fully in on the joke, and here we go. So I loved that <laughs> message from you. <laughs> right, um, right. But the thing is, like, you guys, you have really good people in in them. That's the thing. Is like, of obviously course, yeah. writing and acting and all of that. There's not, it's not like... It's not an easy gig. <laughs> no, making those movies is not a walk in the park for anyone that thinks so. <laughs> no, I would imagine it's honestly harder because they yeah. probably give you like, I don't know, let, let's talk about that because I'm so interested. Um, a, the talent, I think the talent's amazing, obviously from writer to director to to uh, crew and, and to the cast. Like we always are like, especially we always have a disclaimer because we're like when we're making fun of your movie we're not making fun of the actors because we're always like that character i'm pissed off at and we're like of course but you yeah. know that we're not talking about the per- <laughs> but that's them doing their job you're supposed yeah. to be annoyed like, you're with- supposed I, to kind of yeah. hate them a little bit well, yeah. say, i hate everyone but i don't want any enemies i want the i want my cake and eat it too i want to talk shit about everyone but i'm like not you as a person you know so <laughs> of yeah. course yeah so i just would uh, we just thought it'd be so fun to talk to you and you can tell us anything and all that you want to um, i'll tell you everything and anything you oh want this is gonna be the best <laughs> oh you're my already God, such a delight up. i know this is already my favorite <laughs> well was this your first of the of the trilogy because that you taught me that there was three. I thought there was two. Yeah, there's three of them. I wrote all three of them. Um, <gasps> oh. <laughs> uh, I might be writing a fourth. We'll see how that goes. Oh, we're uh, rooting for so, a fourth. Yeah, yeah, we are. I never, I never put like it's. There's always a potential next one. I just emotionally course, have to yeah. do that. Yeah. 
And I mean, like at this point, like Bruce David, as you guys called him, he's pretty much like Jason <laughs> Voorhees. So he's not going to die, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. No, he can't. He's too charming. And yeah. and yeah, I so I had seen the first one. And then when I saw the story of how we ended up doing that is that uh, obviously other than the fact that we just do we try to do the new ones, too. Um, as I said to Mary, I was like, wait, I remember Predator's Obsession and I watched it. <laughs> And he, I'm pretty sure he got eaten by a shark at the end. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And which is why he had shark attack scars all over him in this movie. And so I said, Mary, we got to do this. And then you have to record. I don't think you've gotten a chance to watch, go back and watch a predator's obsession yet, Mary. No, I have it still on my DVR. I watched the end though, to be like, it's it's fun. You got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we were like, we got to see a, how he still lived and b what his story is. But I did not realize that he, there was a first one too. Yeah. So the first one was called Stalker's Prey. And um, it was, it's the most popular thing I've ever written. And I don't get it. Um, (laughs) Ah, That's so typical. (laughs) um, So like, like Stalker's Prey is like, I think two and three are like super bonkers and a little wonky, like in a good way, like in a very over the top entertaining way. Yeah. And one takes itself a little more seriously just because they kind of told us to like rein it in a little bit because it was like the first one. And um, they didn't people, you know, we didn't know how people were going to react to it because I mean, it's an absurd freaking idea of like a shark attack mixed with a stalker movie. Uh, um, so you mean uh, heaven? absurd, you mean heaven? the best idea ever. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so like after that first one premiered and it like it didn't just like have good ratings its first airing, it never dropped off in ratings like every wow. re-airing and it sold like gangbusters and like Europe and everything too. So we we're <sighs> like, "Oh, Okay. Um, on to some, we're on to yeah. something here. Yeah. Yeah. And so like for Stalker's Prey 2 or A Predator's Obsession, um, we were just kind of given a little more freedom to just make it funner, you know, to just yeah. kind of like go with it. Like, I mean, lean into the absurdness of it and just like, you know, you have this character who's supposed to be dead, but he's not. We don't really explain it aside from the fact that he's got some scars on him. Um, so it's like, that's where we are. <laughs> but I was like, that's enough for me to just yeah. be all in. I'm like, he said, oh, I had a shark attack. I saw some scars. I was like, all right, yeah. you survived it. That's all. Yep. I mean, that's you know, all you little, need. Yeah. A little wink and a nod. We're good. Well, exactly. Let's roll. Yeah. Just a tiny, teeny, weensy acknowledgement. And it's fine. Yeah. It could have been well, like. like a- yeah, yeah. I was going to say originally in like the beginning of uh, Soccer Spray 2, Predator's Obsession, uh, the, the first like draft or outline had him getting like rescued from the end of the first one and like killing the person whose identity he steals. But everyone's like, no, no, no. The movies have to like stand on their own. So like if somebody didn't see the first one, they can just like drop into this one. So it's like, that's why we don't really. We're like, all right, he's, he's alive. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. I see. No, that, that makes actually sense. makes sense because then you're like, hey, if you didn't watch it, uh, like Mary didn't, but she right. was fully, yeah. you know, but you see um, at the beginning that they show him and they show the mom sort of walking right by the TV where they say, hey, yeah, he was a murderer and his mom just died. And then we're in. <laughs> we know exactly. we got explanation for the people that didn't see it for the OGs like me. I was like, oh, he you, survived. You, you're already there. Yeah. 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 Not, not to not to brag, but lifelong lifetime movie watcher. So there you go. Um, Same. <laughs> Wait, you said that the first one, so the first one got, you said was like the most popular, got the best sort of reception. What's your favorite mm-hmm. out of the three? 
Uh, I think the third one is my favorite, A Predator Returns. Yeah. Just because like, I don't know, it's a little more, it's a little weirder. It's a, it's more, it's moodier. It's a little darker. It's a meaner movie. And like, yeah. there's reasons why it's a meaner movie. Because <laughs> like, you went through 2020. Yeah. yeah well, I wrote <laughs> half of it after after getting my heart broken. Um, So I was like, I was like in like a really nasty state of mind. And I was like, you know what? Bruce is going through some shit too then. And then I love the other half of it. I wrote during the lock, during like the beginning of the pandemic, during like pandemic depression. And so that's why it's like kind of a meaner movie. The second one, I think the Predator's Obsession is much, it's a much lighter, fun movie. And this one, I mean, this one's still fun. I think it's stupid and like over the top and trashy, but it's a little like it's it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's like it's shot at like at night a lot where the first one was all in daylight. And this one was also shot in October, even though it's supposed to be like summery. So it kind of has like a like a more visually cool look to it, too. So it just like just feels like a more I don't know. I don't dark movie all around. I mean, that's so inter- like interesting to hear. You kind of you forget. I mean, <laughs> that of course you're the writer's going to go through his your phases of what you're writing yeah. too. Like that's so interesting <laughs> to hear. I think our listeners are going to love that. They're going to be like, "Yeah, oh, that's he was, in, he was in dark place, and he was like, Bruce is going to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? Bruce is going to kill everyone in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny too, because as, as you're saying that, I'm like, I love it. Number one, I don't love that you went through a terrible heartbreak <laughs> no. at all, but I love what came out of it. And I think I, there is something about that though, when you like creative any sort of artsy, creative, left-minded people. It's like the mm-hmm. happier we are, the less sort of, you know, oh, it's less word? productive like, and yeah. creative I am. Yeah. Like when I'm happy or I'm not, there's no, I have no perspective given to me for anything. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, there's nothing. But anyway, you used your time wisely, my friend. And that was amazing. I'm so I'm jealous because all I did was go up a couple pant sizes and start doing puzzles. But here you are like I mean, creating amazing movies. That too but (laughs) (laughs) well whatever you did you multitasked and I didn't but I'm really thankful you did it was so good yeah I I was I was thinking about it today because I'm like oh well first of all you cleared up a big question we have a Facebook group it's called are you my Mm -hmm. podcasters and the burning question was what um I'm reading back to what you said to me because it was um what Courtney called yes yeah she calls her an asshole Right. Okay. Someone else had closed captioned. And so they, they were like, I think I have the mystery solved. It says asshole. And I was like, I still don't believe it, but (laughs) you cleared it up. And I was like, well, I believe the writer. The heart wants what the heart wants. You know, sometimes you just want a hard C on TV. As much as I use the C word in my everyday life, Mm -hmm. I think it might be like a little over the line for a lifetime. You know, it was so almost, it would be so over the line. That's why I was like, did she just, like I was really on the on the fence. You know, and then- I, I I like the fact that they bleeped it out because people think that everyone thinks that she did call her that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go with it. It's fun. Sure. It's fun. <laughs> I love a, be- a bleeped curse word or it's my fate. I think that's even sometimes more impactful than than hearing I the agree. real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you said they had cut out some parts of that character being yeah, a little bit so- more of an asshole. 
Yeah, the the um, so one of the later drafts um, right before they started shooting, uh, she was a she was more of an asshole. So that line didn't come out, out of nowhere. She was like, I kind of, I don't want to say like a bad girl, but she was more like edgier. Like I always compared her to Margot from Fear, played by Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, classic Marky Mark. Yeah, gem from the nineties. Yeah. Oh, um, so you know she was a smoker, which you can't do that on television anymore. So that had to go. Right. Um, but she was a little more ballsy. She talked more shit about Courtney's ex. You know, she was encouraging her to go sleep with Ryan. You know, she was a little more like. That, you know, the girl who's going to get you into trouble, but you you still thank her afterwards. Right. 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 Well, she met her demise for being an she asshole. Did. So that's yeah. what happens. That was probably in your in your heartbreak rage, too. <laughs> You're like, can all my friends die? <laughs> well, I it's always a, uh, they call it a dualism. Like all the, the producers and like directors that I work with is I always kill off the like the most likable characters because like, I used to write a lot of horror movies. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I was like, the audience is going to kind of like this character. So clearly they have to die. <laughs> I, that's honestly one of the things that I thought was kind of great about. I was like, oh, another thing that was great about it was like, they're just, there's no, nobody's trying to save anyone. And no. he, the dad, we all like the dad. He was gone. Of course. Um, yeah. 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 All the nice characters, the mom who was kind of mopey the whole time. She, the actress was great, but her character was mopey. Now, of <laughs> yeah. course, she's the one that survives. She and we're like, well, Hmm. And then Courtney, the main girl, she like she gets out of it. And I, I love it at the end because like the mom had look, we have like you have to have the lifetime ending. You know, if I if I could not have a lifetime ending, I would love it. But it's like that little wrap up where mom and daughter have to like make up and everything's totally fine. Um, So like the mom's like, oh, none of this is your fault. And it's like, no, actually, like a huge part of it is her <laughs> like fault. The, the entire <laughs> the entire plot couldn't have happened without her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. like that was I I wanted to do that because I was sick of these like goody two shoe like home, like lifetime girls. So I was like, okay, so this one's gonna be kind of an idiot. Uh not an idiot, but she's gonna like be kind of, you know, more realistic where she's a teenager doing dumb teenager shit, you know, mistakes that she should know better about, but she doesn't care because she's young and has right. the rest of her life after her. <laughs> yeah. And attracted to the hot guy who lives on the mysterious island. Yeah, like, I guy definitely gonna, like, would have boned him re- if that Leave was you me. on read and wreck your credit and like destroy your life. <laughs> who doesn't? Like, if, it, if a guy doesn't have a dozen red flags, like, I don't want them, you know? <laughs> right, right. Right. Exactly. What are you going to, I mean, I'm sure there were plenty of other guys that were easily accessible that were not on a yeah. fucking island that she could have gotten you, to. Guys, but, you don't yeah. need a fucking boat to go. Right, out. right, right. right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ryan. Geez. She could have. She would. Well, she just would have gone on her point. dates with him. You know, well, Ryan was the ducky, though. So. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, she yeah. was never going to be interested. She was. No. Her, our sights were set on the bad guy, not the good guy. Of course. Um, but we had fun talking to Chris and saying justice. Yeah, Chris for is Ryan. a sweetheart. So he jumps in and comes out with that chainsaw, and then just ends up dead <laughs> in the water. And we oh. loved every second of it. He is right. In one version of the script, he did survive and he did. He didn't get he didn't like save them, but he did help out in like uh, like making sure Courtney like was able to destroy Bruce. But yeah, well, it's so funny when you say version like that's kind of I mean. I'm an actress and I still forget that there's versions of scripts like I've seen I've seen characters that I've played be like, oh, that completely changed. And you forget that when you're watching a movie. Because yeah. then you talk to someone else and they're like, yeah, I actually everything changed three times. And especially for 
you, the writer, with between notes from the network and notes from everyone mm-hmm. else. And all, yeah. Oh, there was even a very, very early version. And I was kind of opposed to this because I didn't think it fit well, where Bruce had like a twin. And it like that was not my idea. Um, so I wrote an entire first draft of the script with Bruce having a twin. And the story was like a little different. And then everyone's like, okay, this doesn't work. And I'm like, thank God the rest of you realize that. <laughs> so now I can go oh, back to the original idea. <laughs> that's so wild funny. though. So it's almost like, yeah, they gave you this twist and you went with it. But fortunately, they, they you you reeled them back to what you wanted. Yeah, eventually. I was, like, the whole thing is you do have to have like little twists in there. And I was like, my justification was like, I was like, oh, well, like the pregnancy is the twist and the dating the mom is the yeah, twist. Yeah, that was like, a oh, solid big twist. crazy yeah. enough. <laughs> the dating the mom might have been my favorite part. And I don't again, I don't I call you know, I, I've, I've got a Jerry Springer palette, but like it's I just think that was just so beautiful. And just oh, let me just slap on a beard. They won't know. Well, deal. it was awesome because you didn't see it coming. And I always think that I I've have all these things figured yeah. out beforehand and I never do. But um, and I did not see that coming. I was like, as much as she, I had like a couple friends over to watch. It was like the first time I had friends over like post vaccination, blah, blah, blah. So they came over and we're watching the movie. And uh, one of my friends, Amber, she's watching it. And like that scene pops up and she goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, she goes, it's a dream, right? She's like having like a dream sequence. It's a dream. I go, no, like the mom's dating him. <laughs> Oh, they, I had the same thought for a second yes. too. I was like, no, she's having a nightmare. And then I was like, no, that's why because we <laughs> she's where re- she's referred to him. And she yep. told the dad that she found someone else and that she he should find someone else too. And all along it was Bruce David. Yep. It was I'm I'm the opposite of Sarah, where I am always just a little bit slow to the <laughs> actual thing. So like I'm the perfect person. I get, you know, fool me 17 times. But when it was Jack, right? Was that his name when it was Jack, the mob? Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, meet Jack. It I literally, yeah, like I lost my breath. That was weird. No, did not was, see it coming. Cause I was worried that like we like mentioned too much that the mom was dating somebody and Courtney would always like brush it off of like, oh, I don't want to see the guy you're dating, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, people are going to catch on, but nobody caught on. No, so, I don't no. think, I don't think none of our <laughs> listeners did for sure. Like in the group, we, cause we, and we talked about that on the pod, like nobody, I didn't hear anyone be like, why well, you guys didn't see that coming? I was like, no, we really didn't. <laughs> Good. And, and, and I was going to say, it would have been normal that I didn't see it coming, but nobody else did too. So yeah. that's, that, that was like a plus. I think that's so funny though. You're talking about the endings because it's like, we didn't really see Chris's character or Ryan get like, we didn't see a dead body. So, I mean, he feasibly could be, Ryan could be back in number four with just some chainsaw scars yeah, or something. You know, if Bruce can survive like, <laughs> three times now getting like eaten by a shark yeah and you know he's but i think uh god the first movie he had a harpoon shot through him the second <laughs> movie he got the predator's obsession he got shot with a flare gun yeah the brother yeah. right shot it right that's what <sighs> it was it was like her little brother shot him with it, it the, and then the he mother went- shot up it was uh, the mother because he was killing the brother. Yeah. Uh, got it. Okay. I just remember <laughs> the brother was on that dock too. It was, it was all chaos. Yeah. Um, oh, they made me cut out a line that I loved in that one because it was too mean where um, 
So he's like choking little brother at the end of the this uh, Predator's obsession. And like the whole thing was like, the, there was like a dead dad involved in that. And so he said, he goes, don't worry, you're going to see your dad real soon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's amazing. <laughs> Everyone was like, that's a little too far. <laughs> it's that not, is not just for us, perfectly <laughs> far enough for me. Yeah. Obviously, we don't run a network, and that's why. But yeah, um, yeah, standards and practices, boohoo. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I love. Yeah, we love hearing the inside scoop of stuff you had to cut out. That's amazing. And I did love at the end too. I felt like you definitely left it open ended. Like she was pregnant, right? Yeah. Like yeah, and she's so pregnant. Yeah. If if there's a sequel, there could be either a whole new person, or he could have survived and stalked down his his lady with his baby. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say with my, right. what my idea for part four is, but right. it's, of course it's insane. <laughs> well, all I know is I'm going to hold on to the fact that maybe her baby comes out like half human, half shark, just because why the fuck that. not? You know what I mean? Like maybe not even full, you know, what do you even call tail, but just like some sort of shark yeah. feature. I don't like know. Maybe very, a- like, or even at least like a nightmare sequence, like in the fly where like Gina Davis <laughs> gives birth to like, that oh. larva thing, you know? <gasps> oh my god! She just sees a fin coming out. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> just a little quick dream sequence. If life yeah, like it's like animorphs, too- kids love that shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It won't haunt your dreams if you're under a certain age. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And what? Tell us other stuff that you were like. What's your okay? Because I feel like it must be so much fun to work on these movies. This is why. I mean, I it love is, to talk yeah. about them, so I can only imagine the extra joy of actually being involved in them. Um, but you said you wrote a lot of horror movies too. Mm-hmm. So in that, is it? Do you have a favorite situation, or is it just you love that you get to mix it up? Um, I I kind of love that I get to mix it up a little bit. Um, my I mean, I it's. I don't want to like I love writing the lifetime thrillers just because they're fun, you know. It's yeah. just like, all right, we're just what the, what can we do to like just be crazy this time? Um you don't have to take like, it so serious, like you don't yeah, have to take yourself seriously. Yeah. You can have exactly. fun with it. And yeah. it's like you could put like semi-serious situations in there, but as long as you like counter that with something like insane or like something nobody's gonna expect, like it's totally right. like it just it's a ball to do. Um, but you know, I, I lean more towards like dark comedy and horror and stuff like that. And so like, I miss writing like the pure horror films, I'd say. I also like, I don't know. I, I wrote this one for lifetime called, it was called the murder pact when they aired it, but it was called telltale lies and it aired in 2015. It has like a really good cast in it. And it's got, it's like a much bigger budget than like these ones are. And it is just like such a fun little like mystery thriller. And it was, it got chopped up a little bit by Lifetime because it had a lot more like dark macabre humor in it that they were not keen on having in a movie. So it's like, I like that kind of mix of genres where it's like, okay, so this is, I pitched that one as um, the Telltale Heart meets Cruel Intentions. Mm. Um, So it's got like a very like, like snotty teen vibe to it, but it's also, just like very low key funny and very it's like a good mystery. Was that the it was like a, a teenage girls meet a pact about killing another? 
Girl. No. So oh. this one was um it was a it starred um Alexa Penavega, the spy kid. And um she and her friends murder somebody who witnessed them have a hand in killing another girl. And so then they it's it's based on the telltale heart. So they bury her underneath this like gorgeous mansion. And then they start getting like mysteriously stalked by like somebody who knows. It's a very, I know what you did last uh, summer. I'm too, so, so, I'm literally watching this tonight. Wait, I'm not I'm even kidding. Find it on demand Thank or you like for, on Prime or whatever. Yeah. We should like definitely cut, do this one for an episode. Watch. If you can find it. Um, right. Okay. Oh, right, right, <laughs> right. Be tricky, right. Yeah. yeah it, they, it used to be on iTunes for like $5 and I don't think it's there anymore. Okay. Um, I know it Lifetime might, has a lot of stuff on Prime. Yeah, we, I might be able to find a copy somewhere I can send to you guys. But it, it sounds is amazing. It's a fun I mean, one. <laughs> I think I was mixing it up with the pregnancy pact when I heard the yes. pact part. Yeah. Well, no, there was pregnancy <laughs> pact. There was murder pact. There was a couple other suicide pact or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I love that you put it as telltale lies to put in that yeah. telltale heart. At, yes. you know, that, yeah. That, and that's yeah. super creepy, by the way. I love that Lifetime kind of gives you the opportunity to mix those two things together. Sort of yeah. the dark comedy and the drama and the, the in like twenty fifth that was twenty fifteen so Lifetime was they didn't they were kind of like trying to like expand out their audience like go a little younger and so that's why like the like a bunch of the kids in that movie like two of them were on MTV shows one of them was on Secret Life the American Teenager so it was like they're trying to go younger okay. and the movie airs and it did like okay ratings wise but it like blew up on their on-demand service and they had just started doing like their my lifetime club or whatever the hell it is um so they didn't know how to like process that <laughs> i'm like really you got your audience your younger audience it just isn't where you thought it would be you know right right not watching know? the lifetime movie network per yeah. se right yeah right. So that was an interesting time in Lifetime's history. <laughs> oh, that, I cannot wait to watch that. I feel sick. And also, like, don't look really hard for it. But also, like, don't do anything else until you find it and put it in the mail. Because <laughs> I honestly can't not watch that I mean, soon. at this point, if anyone out there even knows where to get, like, a bootleg copy of it, like... Yeah, let a bitch know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I still have my iTunes copy before they took it down. I assume you would know if it was on Amazon Prime, and I don't know why I'm keep talking about Amazon Prime. I don't fucking work <laughs> for them at all. But um, I just, for some reason, I'm like, I find, I feel like I find a lot of random Lifetime movies. They on do there. go on there. It, it's a weird thing of like how long they keep them up there, and like who owns the streaming rights at one point or another. I don't know. Remember the one where Fred Savage killed Candace Cameron? Oh, uh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. I was, that was my heyday of watching them. I was, and I watched all the Tory Spelling ones back then. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was the. Those are like the classics that were yeah. people are always saying that we should For do sure. some classics. Um, when we talk about it, but I'm like, well, we're now we're doing instant classics, by the way. So I mean, everything. <laughs> I know. Where do you start? I mean, I didn't. I I have not been watching them as long as you have at all. And I, but I'm I'm learning and I'm loving and I'm growing. 
And that's Mary's, try- Mary's trying to call us losers. That's what no, she's doing right there. no, I'm she's not. She's a little right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell was I doing? You know what I mean? I'm sure it was just a different version of the same bullshit. She was out there like having friends and socializing <laughs> and like going on dates. Wait, Sarah's <laughs> laughing because she knows that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> No, you were leaving the house where I was in sweatpants watching Lifetime, like <laughs> loving my life. And by the way, still am. So nothing's changed. <laughs> well, I was good. I was going to say I'm happy where I am right now because it it's magic. And there's just it's it's never ending. Like all previews look good. And then when you guys talk about like the old catalog, older ones, there's you could literally I need a whole nother. Is it wrong to ask for another pandemic to get totally caught up on <laughs> Lifetime movies? Probably. Just kidding. That yeah, was heartless. That just kidding. Oh. I don't have the power. It's fine. One question I do have for you, too, is I was just curious how long it takes to film a movie like that. Because to me, it looks oh, like yeah. it would take forever. But I know they don't give you a lot of time. <laughs> but I'm like, there. it just seems so involved. Because I know we joked about the island looking like a this broken up Costco parking lot. Yeah. And I know it was really not that. <laughs> They actually had to go to an island. You had to go to a far island. But we had um, we had watched this one called Deep Blue, Deep Blue Nightmare Nightmare. that was on. And um, and that was like a couple months ago. It was a Lifetime movie. And these girls get stranded on this little. Is that the other shark movie? It's the other shark movie that we that we didn't bother to try to talk to the writer about. No, no, but we just we made we were like, oh, the island looks so weird. So we were joking that it was the same one, even yeah. though it looked nothing like it. Um, and so that was just like a little inside joke for our listeners. But I know that it was like a real place that you had. It was far too, right? Yeah. So um, I I unfortunately cannot go on the set of this one because it was shot during the pandemic and oh. like all the lockdown rules. But I used to work on the set of them. I I used to second AD them. I've oh, KPA'd wow. them. I've done talent coordinating, production coordinating on them before. Um, and they, the Stalker's Prey movies are shot in between 15 and 16 days. That's <laughs> in and it out. Blows, <laughs> it blows my mind. I'm like, it just blows my mind for some reason. You would think it would, but that's the budget they're and the time they're given, right? And yeah. And, and, and like you go. the thing is too, is like every movie you gotta do like kind of outdo yourself too. So it's like, okay, we don't have any more money, but like how do we pull it off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you're like, and they're also gonna travel to this island that was actually, I think, kind of far away, right? I mean, yeah, I guess they could was, do that all a lot of that in one day, but yeah, because all three of them were shot in on the coast of Connecticut, which people don't realize that Connecticut has gorgeous beaches like i literally live across from one and walk to it every day because don't tell us your address because we'll be there i know i was gonna ask you where you live but i was gonna do it i have a guest room that nobody's ever in don't even bother if you invite us we'll be like you will be having rosé with us like every day for the rest of your life yeah so so it's like there's it's these gorgeous beaches and like we shoot on the water. Like those movies are shot on the water and like the underwater stuff is usually shot in a, like a high school pool. And um, so it they, like the predator's obsession, the second one that, that was a way more elaborate shark attack opening with a lot more people involved. And that took like, that was shot in pieces, like through a button that even go back and do pickup shots like a month later. Cause the water was too cold <laughs> to get everything. And that is crazy. I mean, it does blow my mind 15 to 16 days. It's like you the, yeah. hit the gas and get this done. And yeah. They, I mean, that's uh, same. Cause uh, I've worked on set of like a lot of Hallmark, mo- Hallmark Christmas movies too, which 
<laughs> I'd rather make the Stalkers Prey movies. <laughs> okay. okay, good to know. If you had, if you had the choice, got it. If I had, the, if I had the choice, I'd rather uh, make less money under worse conditions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so, I'd rather be curb stomped. Uh, no, no, it was probably not that um, bad. Not that yeah, bad, right? Off. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you have coming up that we, uh, I know that you were obviously working on a bunch of stuff, but we are, uh, our listeners are obviously big fans of all these. So they're going to want to watch anything and everything that you do. Um, and we will keep our eyes peeled. Yeah. So I have, uh, I wrote a draft. I'm hopefully starting a rewrite of it soon. Um, it's think the birds by way of lifetime. <gasps> okay. I love no. how you take these classics. I like you know. tell yeah. tell heart. And do that. Tell, tell like, heart. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so that's birds. one that I got on the docket. You know, we're trying to see if maybe stalkers pray for. We don't know for sure yet on that one. Who do we need and, to reach out to? Yeah. Who do you want us to write letters to? Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, tweet about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We do, we'll just do a lot of that. A lot of hashtagging. Yeah, but there's one other one that I just got hired to write. Um, the best way I can describe it is like bling ring with a body count. So oh. kind of of like that manner. So we'll see. We'll see oh what happens with that one. My God. I feel like everything that's in your brain is like my favorite thing. I know. <laughs> you have such, no wonder you're right. You have such a way with words. Don't don't ever start doing stand-up comedy, please. No, God, no. There's not enough stage time anymore. I'm kidding. I was uh talking to like the producer of that one, and he's like, because the like the whole thing is like lifetime likes more like flawed characters now, you know, not like the proceed like i have nothing wrong in my life and so the producer was like well i was just watching mean girls with my uh daughter he goes have you ever seen mean girls before and i was like honey (laughs) um not sure if you saw a picture of my bedroom from years ago but yeah i was like do you want me to act it out for you right now (laughs) you're like are you just catching on here bud yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you're in connecticut we got to get a gig in connecticut Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, next time we perform in that yeah. area, we will be hounding you to come out and see us and have please cocktails do. With us after. I'm, please. I'm like antsy to do anything these days. And I know Chris, uh, when in his interview with you guys, he, I mean, oh, he talks about like his tours and whatnot. He's always like, "Oh, I'm coming to Connecticut." I'm like, "Bitch, let me know." Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. Hey, oh and if God. you wanna, if you wanna go with me to the Poconos, I don't know if you listen to that, but I'm I'm gonna stalk Chris at the Poconos. I'm in Philly. I've got an extra bedroom, so we we can put I think it together. Shit, you know, like I've ne- I've actually never met Chris because I couldn't go to the set of that movie. Uh, we're just okay. we're just like Instagram buds. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the best kind of buds right now, honestly. <laughs> it means I a agree. lot more than the people I see in my real life. So I'm about, to, I'm about to say I'm like I'm about had it with the people I have to see in real life. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little yeah. more fun, no less pressure that way. Uh, yeah. Well, you're just a delight. Thank no, you. Gem of a human. This oh, I do want to say one one more thing. Oh, if yes. anybody wants to see a comedy that I wrote, <gasps> oh yes, um, please. yes, I did do a Christmas movie for Lifetime in 2014 called Wishing and Hoping, starring Ms. Molly Ringwald. <gasps> And sorry for the noise. It's a legitimately good movie. <laughs> oh my god! It's wishing and, a, and hoping. Yeah. Oh my god, this is exciting. Okay, yeah, I want to see it. We're, again, it's like an adorable coming of age period piece Christmas like family movie. Okay. Um, 
but it's got a little bit of my touches to it, like a little like heavy on the sarcasm. That's really cool. Did you um was that one that you were you did you get to be around much and and yeah, meet Molly I was the, and I, I was the second AD on that one. Oh, nice. So wow. I was on set every day for that one. <laughs> Is that hard not to keep you longer? Sorry, but is oh, it hard fine. to be like the second AD and the right? Like, do do things sort of get a little jumbled or things get mm. crosshairs? You know yeah, what I mean? You'd be surprised. Like, it's it's when I would work on set, I would be like not even think of the fact that it was like my movie. It okay. was like I would completely disassociate myself with it. And I think. I know, like, and I would have, like, my first AD, who was, like, my boss, he goes, you know, I usually kick writers off my fucking sets, you know, because, like, you know, writers are so, writers are so touchy sometimes, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you can't change that. I'm like, I don't care. Like, do, can you make it better? Go ahead. Like, I'll get right. credit for it. Like, if you right. make it better. Right. <laughs> right. Bingo. Exactly. That's so funny. You know, it's like, you know, it's always like, kill your paper babies. You know, if somebody can make do something better with it, let them, you know. In the end, though, it like helped me out, though, because I've worked with budgets before, like like hands on with the budget and like all the crew. And like, I know exactly what goes into making a movie from every like from HMU to wardrobe to grips, electric and like every department. So it's like when I am writing something, I could I say somebody, I'm like, okay, what's your budget? So I can know what to write for. Like I can know how many locations I should be using like night, day, you know, how many cast members to write for? Because I know you can't pay more than a few, you know? Yeah. So it's actually helped me get jobs, like having that background. (laughs) I was going to say that's a dream for a lot of people, right? Because they're like, oh, this guy's coming in knowing what we... Instead yeah, of going, what I could pull off, to, yeah. And then we need Brad Pitt and 500 other cast members. Yeah, like, you <laughs> yeah. know what you're working with. You're not trying to yeah. come in uh, come in too hot. Wait, That's pretty awesome. I know we are letting you go, but very quickly, because That's you okay. mentioned it, how did you spend any slash much time with Molly? And is she super? She seems like a doll. I don't know anyone I, that's ever met Molly. Have you yeah. met Molly, Sarah? Molly well? No. I mean, I've, I've seen 16 yeah. Candles, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time with her, actually. Um, she was a pleasure to be around. She's very sweet. I would do. Um, so she was like doing like a couple auditions during the time when she was on set. So she she knew that like when we when like we did auditions for our movies, I would always read opposite just because I knew the I knew the dialogue already, like in the auditions. And so, like, she asked me if I could, like, read opposite all her auditions. So, like, I would just go to her hotel room, Ugh. we'd have some wine, and then we'd record, like, her auditions for the night. How awesome is that? That's <laughs> I, a like, fun I like that I asked that, like, oh, did you pick up on, like, does she eat meat, like, during <laughs> lunch? But no, you're like, oh, I was in her fucking hotel room having wine, you bitch. <laughs> I know her. We're friends. Well, I have her in my phone. I tried to, like, play it cool, too, because she's like, she's like, oh, you know, like, what are your, like, favorite kinds of movies? And I was like, oh, like, I was raised on, um, even as, like, a young kid, I was like, oh, I was raised on teen movies. Like, I love Heathers, you know, and I was, like, listing off, like, all my favorite teen movies. And she was, oh, do you like do you have you ever seen the John? Like, do you watch the John Hughes ones? And I was like, oh, I've seen them once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally start weeping and have to leave the room because I wouldn't know how to act. Oh, yeah. how did you respond? I'd be like, yeah, just like, I was you like, know, yeah. I, was like, of I was like, I watched them growing up. They're great. You know, and she was like, she's like, which one's your favorite? And I knew I knew which one hers was. 
because Ooh. I'd read interviews. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I go pretty and pink's my favorite. And she goes, mine too. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh. You're like, oh, twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we have so much in common. <laughs> that is amazing. And I'm so glad I asked you. Ah, that was so great. <laughs> okay. So everyone remember it at Wishing and Hoping. Yes. With Wishing and Hoping. We're going to go back and watch that. And then also if we can find Telltale Lies. AKA the murder pact. AKA oh, the murder right. pact. We're going to keep our eye on that. And then we know you have a bunch of stuff coming up and we will always yeah. keep our eyes on it. And please, anytime, if you want to come on and talk about anything you're doing, please know that we would love, love, yeah. love, oh, I'd love, love that. that. Anything yeah. you're doing Blast. and anything you're not doing and you just want to talk some shit, we're here. Please. Oh, I'm, I, that's my specialty is talking shit. So, same. If you don't have anything nice to say, come sit with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I love it. Perfect way for this to end. I love that. <laughs> um, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you guys. Keep in touch. Bye, right, John. Bye, guys. Thank you. <laughs>